Welcome to Breakthrough Directions. Each week, Breakthrough Directions explores the two faces of your business, outward through marketing and client delivery, and inward your vision, profit model, systems, team, and you, so you can grow a business you love and live the life of your dreams. Welcome to the show. Well, welcome everyone to the very last episode of Breakthrough Directions here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Gina Gaudio-Graves, the Dean and Founder of Directions University at directionsuniversity.com. And as I said, this is the very last show for Breakthrough Directions. Beginning next week on Tuesday, October 7th, 2014, we will instead be switching to a new format, and in the new format, the show name is going to change. Let me see if I've got our guests here with us. Jan, is that you? Or is that Jack? Jack is here. Hey there. So our guests today are Jack Humphrey, who will become my co-host for Traffic Masters, and Jan Riley, who will be helping us to moderate the show and be doing a new segment within the show. Jack, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about Traffic Master of the Show? Well, I was thinking about starting a new podcast, and I used to do web website chats where I'd interview um, all kinds of successful business folk, from all walks of life, uh, Neil Patel, back when he was just uh, um, a fairly unknown dude <laughs> with Quick Sprout. Now he's massive. And people like pro, blog, uh, pro bloggers Darren Rouse and um, Gary Vaynerchuk and folks like that. And it was a lot of fun. And I stopped because, you know, it had come to its logical conclusion at the time, but I kind of missed it. So. I was thinking about doing a new uh, one with my biggest specialty, which is traffic, and just talk to um, as many very, very successful traffic generation experts as possible. Um, and I have kind of a long list of folks that I would like to get on, Some maybe some reunions of people that I've interviewed before, um, and uh, some new people that I would really like to attract to a show. And Gina was like, well... Uh, we might just be able to combine efforts. So here we are, combining efforts. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, the kind of topics we want to talk about will focus on some of the most important stuff you need to know for your business, right, Jack? Yeah. Of course, because it's my stuff, I think it's the most important thing in business. But uh, I th- I know that I'm probably biased. But, uh, yeah, so the topics are basically anything that you can do on the outer rings of your vortex, as we call it, on the traffic vortex, starting with social, going to your site, content on your site, content marketing uh, professionally to get great search engine rankings, get great um, direct targeted traffic from all the sites that you show up on to your site, to your call to action, into your funnel, and new leads and customers coming in. So everything that it takes to do that, that's what we're going to be all about. And we are so darned excited about that. I have been looking forward to having you co-host the show with me 
since you joined forces with me as Associate Dean at Directions University. And, you know, I think this episode, while I'm working on getting Jan unmuted, this episode, Jack, is a really good opportunity for us to let everybody know what we're up to at Directions University. You want to tell them about our announcement this week? Yes, everybody can go check out a brand new guy. The first significant thing I've done, uh, now I've done it with Gina since my last book, Bending the Web, and uh, it's called The Amazing Traffic Vortex, and you can get it at askggg.com forward slash ATV, and it's really, really cool. I'm very, very proud of it. I think, uh, if I may say so, we did an awesome job, Gina. And, we really did, Jack. Uh, I, we make a great think, team, you know that? <laughs> it was a heck of a lot easier than doing Bending the Web by myself. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's really, we have been talking about the concepts and the tactics and everything and the amazing traffic vortex in inside DU. So Motivation of Profit members have been very privy to the methodology and have generated millions with it. Bachelor students have been even in a, on a deeper, higher level than uh, motivation to profits members working with the traffic and the, the the vortex model of doing business. And this really, I don't know, Gina, how much more public have you ever made this before? The traffic vortex and re- what it really means. It has never ever been public at all, unless you were in a DU course. There was no place ever that you could go and learn about it. So Gina was stalking me back in the 2000s, and she uh, didn't make it known how closely she was watching the stuff I was doing with power linking and with blog marketing, content marketing, authority site building, all of that kind of stuff. And so she was going on her own path. I was going on mine, but it was kind of weird how much we were in tandem and watching each other (laughs) uh, during that process before we uh, got together as partners. So uh, this vortex is is a lot of the stuff that comes out of it is a combination of things that we were figuring out in the 2000s together and separately, but never aware of each other. Uh, you know, Gina was the JV queen and she was going out and getting brokering giant deals and helping people uh, kind of behind the scenes launch very, very big product launches, um, many of which some of you old timers would know right off the bat. And um, and I was doing blog success and content desk and curation soft and, and all that kind of stuff. And so really the, the amazing traffic vortex just comes together and brings both of, you know, Gina's what I call a world-class business and leverage mind uh, today. I mean, just you guys would freak out just having, (laughs) if you haven't had a conversation with her about your business, which you could on a hug seat if you wanted. Um, And uh, and her ability to organize things, to do strategy, to see a higher level strategy and leverage and conversion, monetization and, my ability to drive traffic uh, just just really really works well together, and it came together and and uh, and is represented very very well in this book. So it's free, by the way, and everybody should go and download it. And uh, there's even a place where you can go to let us know what you think. And I just cannot wait. We just launched it yesterday, and people are still kind of absorbing it. So I can't wait to hear what the feedback is. I think it's going to be really positive. 
And one of the people that has been really totally blown away by the whole idea of the Vortex model of doing business is joining us on the show right now. Her name is Jan Riley. She is both a mentee of ours at DU. She's a bachelor's student. She's involved in a mastermind group that we host and facilitate. And she is also going to have a short segment weekly here on the new Traffic Masters show starting next week. She is Jan Riley. So, Jan, tell us a little bit about the impact the Vortex model has made on you. Well, I can say this. Uh, I have studied Internet marketing for over 15 years. I have worked with high-priced coaches and all kinds of IMers and all kinds of, you know, traffic, monetization, SEO, e-commerce, and I've never seen anything that is so simple, so elegant, and so real. That's the big thing that totally blew me away. Most people are teaching uh, business models and monetization and traffic models that are uh, difficult, if not impossible, to reproduce. Well, they're teaching tactics, Uh, really. Yeah, and so it's like, you know, their credentials are they got, you know, 8 million subscribers in a week because they put out a viral video that they still have no idea why it went viral Um, and stuff like that, you know. But what I love about the Vortex model is it's, it's real. Anybody can do it. It's not like you have to be a tech wizard. You just have to have information that's good that you want to share with people and the ability to follow some simple steps. And best of all, this is what I truly love about it, and it's not about convincing people to pay you to do, to pay you to be involved. It's really about connecting with the people who already want to find you. And it's so beautiful in that way. Uh, Because in the Vortex model, as people move through the funnel, they're either going to really be naturally attracted to more of what you do or not. And and it's a very simple and elegant um, system that I, I was so stunned when I saw how simple it was. I thought, this can't possibly be true. <laughs> you know, and the more I've looked at it, the more I realized, well, that's why it works. That's why it's so important. Because you don't reinvent the wheel all the time. You're not constantly trying to guess, you no. know, what's work over here or over there. And, and I do love that about Gina because she is brilliant with the strategy and understanding how to reach people. And the Vortex model is really about, you know, putting out content people really, really want and then various ways to expose them to it. So they're very inclined to do business with you and they're your perfect market. Yeah. Isn't it neat that you can go out and just be on the web as a marketer with something to sell and people don't run away from you like their hair's on fire because you're not uh-huh. trying to be one of those megaphone marketers anymore. I mean, that's really what most of us, I mean, our target audience for Directions University is is made up of people who want to be entrepreneurial. They just don't think you have to be a car salesman to do good with a business. There's got to be another way. 
And right. the Vortex model of doing business is their way out. It's everyone's way out. You can still be an entrepreneur. You can still be profitable. You can attract a large following of devoted people who are ready to engage with you. And and you do it by meeting them on their terms. And what the rest of the web wishes we marketers would just leave them the heck alone or Give a, give them something to chew on. Give them really good content. Make a make an effort to you know do what companies like Apple does. They put stories out there. You know, I mean, if you just stuck an Apple phone right up next to a Samsung Galaxy, uh, there's a really really good argument against Apple based on just technology. But Apple takes that whole argument away largely and as much as they can. By not even focusing on technology, they they focus on design and elegance and how it feels, capital F-E-E-L-S, how using their products feels to people and what it enables people to do to use a, their product. They tell stories like that all the time. And this is what a lot of what the, the Vortex model does as well and encourages, and that's how we teach people is go out there and tell stories about themselves. Tell stories about your market. Go, you know, people love looking at themselves in the mirror of, of your copy, of your blog posts, of all that kind of stuff. And they're they're completely non-threatened by it. They don't feel like they're being marketed to if they're doing it right. They don't feel like they're being uh, coerced into anything. They feel like they're in charge, like they're pushing the pay button or the subscribe button because they want to do it. It was a choice they made. And it seems subtle to people who don't know, who maybe have none, have done neither one of those things to market, uh, or people who have done one or the other, just a little bit of distrust that anything else can work because I've been doing it this way. But trust me, there's a, there's a line of people out the door at Directions U that are willing to attest to the fact that they love this kind of marketing and it's successful. It's very successful in attracting um, people to their funnels, to their uh, inner circles of their vortex. So, yeah, I, I kind of like it. And I know one of the things that you've mentioned many times, Jack, is there isn't a business on this planet that the vortex model wouldn't work for. doesn't matter what the niche is. doesn't matter how your business makes the money. You can do your business however you want to do your business. It's how you organize the things you do and how you use content to help you really get people to ascend through your funnel that matters, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you, you, there's a, most people get out there and they're like, well, there are some rules to doing business in the world, and I have to stay within these parameters. And you do. You, you cannot go beyond the parameters set by general uh, business advice and uh, the culture of doing business. Anywhere in the world, there's a culture, and, and it's dictated that this is how this works. This is how you sell a house. This is how you buy a car. This is how you do this, and this is how you market all of these things. And if you do step out of the boundaries in in that situation, believing what I call the matrix, um, that that's the only reality that you have at your disposal, then you have no control whatsoever over your business. It's a huge, huge reason why most businesses go out of business because they join a game of monopoly that's already stacked against them. But if you could do the traffic vortex, the, the vortex model of doing business, and you are you are in control of everything, you can break all the rules 
because people will be attracted to that's unusual. Well, that's not normal. What are what are what's she talking about over here? That that's not how business is done. And that's great for me as a consumer because I'm sick of being on the other end of all the other ways that people are trying to get at my wallet and get me to buy stuff. This is so freaking refreshing. When you've got people behind your company or that are out there on social saying that kind of a story about you because you've done the vortex model, that you're meeting people on common ground, you're you're treating them like human beings. You're treating them not as uh, uh, just profit centers. Um, not only does that help most people who are not completely cutthroat entrepreneurial but would like to have a business, most people are not that kind of entrepreneur but still would like and do have businesses. And they succeed or fail to the degree that they connect with people and that they're doing something that that works for them too as the business owner, that they can't feel like they're out there standing on top of a car with a megaphone. They can't do that. It doesn't jive with their makeup, with their character. And they don't know that necessarily, but they know something's wrong. Profits are down. I'm not getting opt-ins. People aren't engaging. People aren't, you know, I'm I'm, I'm out there and I'm, I'm talking about it, but it's not working. You know, uh, they don't know what it is, but they, but part of business failure is discontent with the way that they've you know, had their eyes opened in the world and the business that they're doing, thinking that that's the only way to do business. We do it differently, and it it's really, really miraculous. So many people come in in the matrix. Hey, take this pill. <laughs> business is way bigger and way more dynamic and way more multi-layered and rich in the number of choices that you have and how you conduct it and how you treat people and how you when you have that level of control then you are allowed to break all the rules and look at everybody else who are still in the matrix doing these are the rules for business and I can't break them and I'm probably going to be out of business in 3 months if I don't figure out how to thrive within this community of businesses and and this culture which is stacked against me in the very beginning when I started my business you know it's it's freeing we got a lot of people who are like wow you pulled me in out of that and I am forever grateful uh, for that, because you know it's it's a it's not easy to do a business ever in, in any under any circumstances is it just considered an easy thing to succeed, but it can be a heck of a lot easier, and you can call a lot more of your own shots. And I love getting people, you know, waking people up to that because they're always appreciative, and that energy just helps me go and get the next group of people and help them out too. You know, and that brings up another thing that we see with people applying the vortex model of doing business. There are so many distractions that show up in business every single day. All those shiny objects that show up in your email, all those other things that you could do. So often we see people out there who are just kind of doing a little of this and a little of that and a little of this other thing, hoping that something's going to work, that something's going to stick. When you've got your vortex planned out, it really is the thing that helps you focus, isn't it, Jan? Yes, it is. And, you know, I wanted to say something in response to what Jack just said. Most of the people that I know in business are coming online because they have a business. And when they get online, people tell them to do all kinds of stuff they would never, ever do in real life. (laughs) You know, like Mm -hmm. you said, stand on top of the car or try to sell people stuff. And so, of course, it feels like 
I have to be a totally different kind of person, very inauthentic, to make this work. Or I have to be a tech wizard. And that was one thing I was really struck um, with the Vortex model, is it really does focus on the important things in business, which is finding the right people, uh, putting out information that is really relevant to them. Because if you're even in an offline business, that's what you do to connect with people, and, and people understand that. It's how you are with people. So being online doesn't take that away. In fact, the tools now, especially with the Vortex model, gives you an awesome platform to share just how great you are in real life. And when people find that out, they're really excited about doing it. I mean, that's what really struck me. It takes the best parts of who you are and allows you to market with that instead of trying to make you seem like something you are not. And, And not only does it work better, people are more willing to do it and and having a model that you can stay focused on that is all about you sharing your best knowledge makes it so much more um, doable. Yeah. I'm going to be famous one day. By the whole, you know, landing page and follow-up and another product and another this and another that. Yeah. One day I'll be famous for saying that the Internet made people lose their ever-loving minds because something about coming on the Internet and something about the, 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 I mean, I've always just said it's just a giant telephone with lots and lots of options, but it's just a communication device like a phone. And uh, it's got visual communication, audio communication, written communication, you know, uh, video, all that stuff. But so what? At the end of the day, on the other end of that line is a real human being. And on this end of the line is a real human being. And it, it, it just it, it really is funny that people will come on the web and start acting like they've lost their minds. Oh, the yeah. Internet. Well, we've got to be technical and we've got to treat people like data. And, you know, we've got to do all these things. And then they can't figure out why people have such an adverse reaction to everything and anything that they put out there to try to market to them. And there are a lot of people, most people are out there just struggling with that right now. So we have a big job to do. We've got to get traffic masters into everybody's ear and let them know that there's some other way. There's a different way to do this. Don't lose your mind. Don't be so aware of the fact that you're on the Internet. Don't be taking another thing I always say is taking a selfie of your marketing all the time, being so self-aware and self-conscious of marketing. The people who relax about it, you can hardly tell they're even marketing. hardly tell they're they're they're, they have a business at all sometimes. It's like, wow, man, this guy's... And, you know, I just did a deal with a great big giant client uh, having directly to do with a lot of the stuff that I've been talking about all this time. And you guys thought I was just being a regular old average Joe. And guess what? I was. <laughs> and I just nailed a huge, huge client. And we just had a launch of my latest product and it was a giant success. And And most people are left scratching their heads going, wait, you... You share cat pictures sometimes. You share pictures of your kids and and vacations. And how in the world is it that you are considering that, your business? How do you make money doing that? And it's by being real people again and uh, kind of reining in the insanity that the Internet seems to give uh, uh, business owners, either temporarily or permanently. They never learn the lesson. 
and making them realize that you can't phone it in. You can't phone in social media. You can't phone in real human connections. You can't phone in stories. You can't, you know, nobody's going to tell your story more passionately than you. And I see so many people make a mistake of going out there and doing those kinds of things, just uh, treating the most important part of their business as something that uh, that Tim Ferriss might, you know, outsource, which he would not. <laughs> there are things you don't outsourcing crazy like we went internet crazy and we were trying to like outsource our own very breath if we could i mean you know it's um it's not like that and 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 when people kind of come down to earth and realize what's really important they're very very happy that uh, they got there that somebody guided them there that, that that they found their way there on their own even and uh you know look at some of the most successful people in your business and watch what they're doing if they are successful with web marketing i can guarantee you that they're anything else they might not know it they wouldn't call it that but they're making real connections with people people can identify with them they not their company companies just don't thrill people online if you guys haven't noticed by now Nobody's buying stuff from companies. People are buying things from people who work for companies, who are CEOs of companies, who are um, the the personal brand within a company. And then they're cool with the company. But if a company just goes out there with a page and, and does content like uh, like they're a real person, first of all, it doesn't work. It makes you feel kind of weird when you're reading it and when you're, oh, these guys are trying too hard. You can tell. And whether you can tell or not consciously, subconsciously, it turns people off. They don't know why. They're just like, eh, I don't care. I'm not, I don't even know who you are. Uh, you're an intern. Our, our worst fears are that we're talking to an intern who's paid you know, $7 an hour, $10 an hour to, to come up with a message for the day on social. And therefore, it delegitimizes it. It makes my attention not worth – it's not worth my attention. And we know that subconsciously. Uh, if not consciously. When you're a marketer, you pick that stuff up real quick and you know exactly what's going on. And you know also that it translates to that person's market, that company's market. They're not impressed with that stuff. So there's somebody that's going through the motions doing something with social that doesn't have the vortex model of a mindset of connecting really with people and realizing that it takes people to connect with people. That We're not on the Internet just to have our robots talk to each other. We actually are... That's what the whole social media revolution was about. So, Well, it was a way yeah. to do exactly what people do in real life, online. In real life, what do you do? You go to networking events. You meet people at the softball game, at, uh, at your coffee shop, restaurants, in different social clubs. You interact. You talk. You get to know people. This is how people are. People want to connect. And so it it's not rocket science. That's the thing I loved about how you both talk about the business part is because most people I know are really, really good at connecting with people. And like, mm. and yet, like you said, when they get online, it's like they lose their mind. It's like none of the good part of who they are just kind of drops off and they become somebody they're not. And yet, Real people I know every day are using the Internet to try to find good services and products and, and everything because that's what we use now. Um, mm -hmm. The thing I love about the people that I've met in Gina's programs is it's a really big variety of different kinds of businesses. 
and they're all using the same model because the model isn't based on selling a widget. You know, it's based on connecting with people and then having a monetization um, component and a traffic component and a web component, the stuff that works online, exactly like you said, I agree. I've always described the Internet as an answering machine, like a really good answering Mm -hmm. machine. Just runs twenty four seven and can say anything you want it to. But if you don't put and it literally answers you good in there, then it's just going to say crap. Exactly. And and I really <laughs> love it because I've seen different people in the programs. You know, they're all putting out different kinds of content, different kind of programs. Um, but they think a lot about a, a lot more about the quality of what they're saying and the quality of how they're connecting. Um, and mm-hmm. that seems to be a real theme. You know, when you and, were using the phone to uh, to do business back in the day, when we used phones all the time, yeah. uh, we knew we knew what the parameters were for a phone. We knew that we were, uh, unless we got really paranoid, or there were party lines. And now you're going back way too far, but. Uh, there was nobody else listening. It was fairly private conversation between you and a possible client or another business associate. I think where people lose their minds on the Internet when it comes to business is they don't ever take the time to learn how to use that phone. So they're scared to death to share anything meaningful because they don't know who's going to see it because they don't know how to use the privacy settings on Facebook or they don't know how to uh you know share to specific people safely with Google Plus. And so so you have a bunch of business people running around. If you take all of that away, your ability to do real human interaction, the only thing that you have left at the end of the day is, hey everybody, buy my product. You know, and that's all they're doing all day long and they can't figure out why they so and and the, the other thing is uh people think that their savior might be paid advertising because at least those ads are there and to to get people's attention specifically to market something. So I'll do that. I don't have to tell a story with that. And what they found out right immediately after that is you still have to do content marketing. You still have to tell a story, even if you get somebody through an ad. What are they going to read when they click something? What are they going to um, what what if 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 what when they click on an ad and the first thing they see is a giant megaphone marketing message? Then your your sales will not be there. Your your leads won't be there. It's just not going to work. And, and so when you take the human out of it, because I don't know why, but the, you know, especially with the social media age, I think that the only reason for people holding back now is that they're scared to death to put anything on there because they heard somebody's privacy, somebody accidentally put a picture up or whatever, and that's a one in a trillion occurrence. And they, they've taken that to heart because the news will only report that. You start thinking, well, that's the only thing that happens on the Internet is my privacy is compromised all the time. That's the Internet. So they're scared to death. And at the end of the day, if you don't have the ability to do human connections, make engagement happen, get discussions going on, conversations, then all you have left is your marketing message. You know, you want everybody well, in the world to I also found do that. it to be really ineffective. I mean, I used inter, you know, social media for years, and and was actually a certified specialist. And I'm like, I would do this for myself. I would run campaigns for businesses, but generally, that's exactly it. It's just not a whole lot happened. And what I real yeah. realized is is that 
it was because businesses didn't want me to say anything personal. And really, there wasn't a lot of interaction. You know, yeah. because I wasn't really focusing on interacting. I was focusing on posting. Big yeah, when you get to mid-level, when you get to mid-level businesses, it's even worse. I work with a bank here in town, and they their their marketing department is so hobbled. I've worked with them several times, and I'm like, well, you guys ought to run a contest. Well, we're going to have to check with legal. Well, you guys yep. are going to have to go out there and you know make some connections and t- you know put some pictures from that event. Well, we got to talk to legal. We got to talk to legal. Yep. We got to talk to legal. You know, they just get legal out of relevance, so they're, they're yeah, it's most very very companies, difficult. It's it's very difficult to get them to actually interact or have anybody to interact. And you're right. It's it's that in real life. That's what I tell them. In real life, if you met this person, you'd whip out your phone and show them a picture. Because you're mm-hmm. right. They don't really know how to use the tools. And I said in real life, you would never go up to somebody and say, here's my program, buy it. You would ask them what their problem was. You would find out what a good solution. You would do. You would have a whole process, which is why they've been successful in business up to that point. And well, you I know really another thing that people... Another thing that people do in real life is if you sell insurance and you meet somebody on the street and they don't have an insurance-related problem, in a small town like mine, what people are so nostalgic for uh, is that that insurance guy will recommend somebody else uh, for the problem that you have and just to be a nice guy. And if he's smart, it's because the next time they do need insurance, they're probably going to think of the time he helped them out with that really brilliant recommendation on an unrelated-to-insurance problem. That's been going on since, you know, the beginning of marketing. Uh, but that somehow didn't translate at all to the Internet for most people. And being scared of the technology, you combine those two, and you've really got a recipe for people just really, really struggling out there. And that's what I meant earlier by these are the parameters that a lot of people will meet you on the Internet when you get off the bus, <laughs> off the modem, <laughs> whatever, and you you hit the Internet for the first time. They'll meet you and tell you – they're more than happy to tell you these rules. you got to talk to legal. You can't share too much. It'll get stolen. You'll get – privacy will be comp- compromised. Um, you know, you can't – you just can't do all of these things that you're used to doing in your business. And then you got somebody standing there going, well, what the heck is the Internet for? Because I – I don't know how to do business like this. I can't just, you know, yell at people at the top of my lungs and, and tell them to buy stuff. And or I've been on for six months and I tried that and it doesn't work. Everybody finds out that it doesn't work. Nobody is out there being successful doing that, not even by accident, not one person. So it's a, it's, it's a neat thing to be able to talk to people about an alternative, which is at AskGGG.com slash ATV. It just launched yesterday and it's free. Amazing Traffic Vortex. That that'll wet your whistle. That'll if you if you are any kind of person that that that's been described in any way in any part in what we've just been talking about, then you're really really going to get excited when you see that there is an alternative, and uh, and it's free. And it's I mean, doable. You guys could, it you guys is doable. Take this. Right, right, right. Most importantly, I was like so stunned because a lot of people they'll tell you all that stuff, but it's not actually doable by a real human being that doesn't have a staff. Yeah. You know, of 20. This is the vortex model is actually doable by real people. Well, you know? it's even doable by real estate people. They're my my number <laughs> yeah. one 
You work with yeah. locals, the most reluctant people on the planet for some reason and by trade, yeah. by industry, are real estate people. Agents and brokers and everybody, they just they really get into the Tim Ferriss outsourcing thing. They want to buy their way out of their internet problem. They want to do anything they can to avoid having to be on the internet like a real person. And that yeah. doesn't even have as much to do with uh with uh, the internet and not knowing how to use it and being scared because I might do something wrong and share too much or share in the wrong place, uh, it's just a weird thing about real estate folks. So they're they're my You're hardest right. market. If I and I know that if I can get them turned around and get them to see the light, which I have done with the vortex model, I've even gotten real estate people to understand and put this into action. And there's nobody scareder of the internet than real estate people in my experience working with for years and years with people like that. So if I can get them yeah. to understand it, if I can get them to be effective on the web and generate leads with the Vortex, I, I, there isn't anybody else. that They're the epitome. That's where you want to test out. See, just ask the next guy that's got a shiny object kind of traffic course and just ask him one question. How many real estate agents have you gotten to use this successfully? And he's going to clam up, and his eyes are going to tear up, and he's going to walk away because he will not be able to point to one. Because it's just, you know, that's the litmus test for a very, very universal uh, way of marketing online successfully is if uh, people who are, are the most scared of technology, period, they'd really, really like to go back to business cards, handshakes, and, you know, meeting people at lunch at, out in the real world. They'd love more than anything to go back to that world. But that world is gone. It's gone forever. The internet is here, and it's here forever. And you know, you're you're at least going to be scheduling those appointments and getting those leads to talk to people uh, for lunch and shake their hand and hand them a paper business card. Uh, you're going to be doing all the scheduling and lead generation on the web. And so, you know, if you can get people that are that are that nostalgic for the old days and wishing it could just be like that, never mind the bubble and everything else, then uh, if you can get them to work on the web and be comfortable and generate real leads and actually see the light, you can get anybody to do it. Well, I know what you're saying about real estate people is really true, Jack, because I've seen it too. But it always, always boggles my mind. I would expect that for real estate people, the idea of using content and using the Internet to disseminate content would be so huge. Why is it that I they know. do struggle so much? Because what you're saying is absolutely true, and I've never figured out why. No. I ask everybody in, in local business, uh, you know, we we tend to run in the same circles. of uh, My company, Brick Road Media Services, uh, mainly local business clients, real-world clients that are coming online, but the core of their business is a brick-and-mortar establishment in the real world. And, and uh, it's a running joke not not a mean joke but it's just because we're always shaking our heads and we're always asking that same question there are other industries too that are like that and and people are really way more like militantly resistant to their own success because that's really what the web represents it can't represent anything else it absolutely cannot it can only represent uh, opportunity and and success for any business person but not to them not to them as a group now some of them really got into it and they came online very very early they view cameras now you can do it with your phone if you have a samsung you can just go and this must be a real estate person's dream they get a samsung s5 and it's got a little camera function that you can hold the phone up in the middle of a room that you want to show off on the web and and 
touch a button every time, and then it says turn, and you touch a button, and you end up, it stitches it all together in a 360 photo. That used to cost like thousands of dollars to have somebody come in, and it was only real estate people with mansion-type properties that would even be able to you know, justify the expense. Now it's in everybody's pocket. That's technology they surely love. They don't not love that. But they might get scared of actually putting it on the Internet. <laughs> they can do it now. Now they've got, wow, this is so fancy. But they, they, they either don't take the time to learn how to do it or have anybody around. That's changing, though. There's a, there's a lot. When it just comes down to tech, um, you know, and they see that the company, the real estate company, has adopted something, they feel more comfortable with it because why would they adopt something that was dangerous or scary or anything like that? And so there's a lot more progress that's been made. But, yeah, nobody can figure out why real estate and some other industries are really the most uh, Internet-phobic of all. <laughs> it's crazy. And isn't it ironic because I always think of all the real estate agent people I know and what are they really, really good at? They know everything about all the things in the area. It's like they're mm-hmm. content specialists. People call them to find out about the schools, about the shops, about the, the restaurants, about everything. <laughs> They're like a hub. Yeah. And and they naturally have all of that information, you know, to share. Um, I've tried desperately to get several friends of mine that are real estate agents. Some of the people I've noticed have adopted it in a different way are people like uh, – car repair shops and stuff like that. And it's been exciting. Mm-hmm. To see it's been very profitable for them because you really want to trust your car person. Yeah. You know, and yeah, well, this is about building trust. It's about establishing a relationship and building trust. And there's no business out there unless you sell cheap toilet paper um, that can afford not to have trust. And that is right. well, the other I, thing I, that I I'm love even, about. I'm gonna re- I require my cheap toilet paper maker and I to have a level of trust, too. So. Okay, then. Yeah, yeah. well, you That's are a pretty special. specialized <laughs> piece of equipment there. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, so I mean, it, that's what really the other thing I really love be. about the Vortex model, because it's about establishing relationships. And as people move through, because you're interacting with them, they do develop trust. You do develop relationships. It's not... Uh, it's not here. Let me sell you something. Bye. Let's move on to the next sales item. Yeah. There's it's a little bit of greed to that. People, people get greedy. They do. And and so if they find a source of traffic, a source of leads, a group on Facebook or Google Plus or something like that, it's very, very difficult for an immature business person to – and you can be 75 years old and be an immature business person – but to not have the patience – to take people on a journey that almost very that almost guarantees they will become a customer of yours. Rather, what most people do is they feel like they tapped a vein of gold. And in that sense, in, instance, in the mountains, you would take dynamite and all kinds of stuff and remove that as quickly as you can and just greedily grab it all up. And that's what a lot of people do when they come on the web. They, they find a vein of gold, the, the, uh, perfect prospects for their business, for their products and services, and they just start treating it like a vein of gold. They start, you know, blowing rock out of the side of the wall. And, I mean, they they make their presence known in a bad way among the group. And, 
Um, and it's embarrassing for them, for people in the group where they just five minutes before somebody came in and made a fool of themselves just the same way. And this person thinks they're doing something new and everybody's rolling their eyes. And, uh, and you know, the other thing about all of this is relevance. See, there was a time when you could take or leave the Internet. Depending on what industry you were in, you could take or leave the Internet up until, you know, 2010 even. But after that, people started to realize this thing isn't going away. And I see my buddies at the country club or wherever else that I meet up with people in the real world, and they're they're in my industry, and they're thriving. And I ask them, and they're talking about Internet stuff. Man, I am not going to get rid of this Internet thing, am I? So in the last, especially with local businesses, in the last four years, there's been a giant, giant boom in uh, local businesses taking care of their websites and, and you know, debrochuring them all those kinds of things so that they they are more relevant. And I'm proud of the, you know, generally where how far people have come in such a short time. I just wish they would have listened to us in 2000 because there's no telling how much better the economy would be right now if all those businesses that went out of business were still in business. Uh, and we could have saved them all. We could have saved, you know, oh, anybody that had a I good agree. idea and a good product. I have said that for years that I thought that a lot of the problems had to do with the fact that marketing changed so dramatically at the same time and that mm-hmm. most people had no idea how to make that transition. It's like literally in like two years, advertising went away and nobody knew how to um, figure it out. Yeah. And the other thing is that I work a lot with service providing industries, the local service providers. And, you know, having been a decorative painter and muralist for years, I never got any business online. Mine was all very high-end referrals. And I started noticing about five years ago that that started shifting. And literally three years ago, I got maybe half of my business online from online people. And mm-hmm. two years ago, 80, and this year it could be almost 90 because people wow. just simply aren't, they're not using their referral source. It's actually easier to pick up the phone and look on the Internet than it is to find a phone number. And well, people have yeah, that I don't know how to find trust. a phone number anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know how, how that works. But... You know, well, if the all other of thing. your customers... If all of your customers are looking at their laps, looking at their laptops, looking at their phones, they're not looking at billboards anymore. They don't even care about how you find a phone number. They don't own physical phones that plug into a wall anymore. What choice do people really have? I mean, it's kind of stupid when the Yellow Pages guy comes around again and again, and you keep buying ads from those guys. Of course, you can't. I don't think there's any place you can do that anymore, but... I'm sure somewhere in Chicago, a giant high-rise complex just got a pallet of phone books dropped off. And it's just hilarious how the world doesn't want to give up the ghost. When nobody's paying attention, you can't make the connections offline like you used to. People go to restaurants, and and you go to those watering holes, but they all are looking on their Facebook feed and their phone. That's where you're supposed to be. That's where your message is supposed to be. And just go try to shake somebody's hand who's really in a conversation, texting, or or something else. The only way you're going to be able to mix it up with that person at that moment is that ad running right below where they're texting or be on Facebook and be the one they're talking to. So it's like um, 
it's a rude awakening, really, for a lot of people who are still hoping that they can get out of this lifetime without ever having to address the Internet situation. That's not going to be happening and possible for most people unless you're, like, in your 80s or 90s now. And those guys don't care anyway. So, interesting. Why don't we talk We've got about 10 minutes left. Why don't we talk a little bit more about what we're planning for Traffic Masters starting next week. All right. Jen, uh, well, Jen's yeah, Jen, be doing do you have a, a guest every... for us yet? <laughs> I'm sorry, Jen. Again. Yes. Do you have a okay. guest for next week's show yet? Yes, I do have a guest. It is Natalie Marie Wheeler, and she is the woman behind many successful online companies. She is a VA and a coach, and she has worked with um, probably over a dozen people basically building their businesses from behind. And one of the reasons I wanted to get her for the show is because she really understands what people are actually doing, even though she is an outsourced person she uh she's a very high level outsourced person when she writes uh copy and stuff like that she's actually doing it in a highly personal way for her um for whoever she's working for so she does it in their voice she does it in uh in tandem with them and uh she's just amazing she's a great person uh to have on your team and i've had Probably half a dozen people say she saved their business because she's smart, uh, she loves learning, and it is really fascinating to me to talk to somebody who's actually, you know, done everything on the back end and never really had and is just now launching into her own web business. Uh, You might know her because she is also married to Lee Collins, who's a... Somewhat uh, known, I am guy. Oh, he's and totally known. Really... <laughs> what? That's Lee you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Natalie's awesome. Yeah. She's gonna be. She's gonna be really great. Okay, Tell so her, I uh, told her. I told her, and I was talking to her, and I told her about the vortex. Gina, this was so awesome. I said, "Oh my God, you're gonna love this. You've got to ask him about the vortex. It's like the smartest thing ever." I'm telling her about it. She's doing a diagram at home, and then she goes, I keep, I've heard about this. I've heard about this. Do you know why? She talked to your husband down at JV Zoo. <laughs> oh, you've got to be kidding me. I am not kidding. She goes, I didn't meet her. I, I was supposed to meet her. I met Jack, and she said you were very, she liked you, Jack. She wanted to take you home. Um, yeah. And and then I said, did you meet Tina? She goes, no. Oh, wait. I met her husband, who apparently did a pretty good job of telling her about the vortex. So, <laughs> Bill that's down too funny because Bill doesn't really know the vortex. Can't wait to hear what he said. Exactly, <laughs> but but she's awesome. She's a great person, and and like I said to me, she really knows the business from the back end. And she's also worked with so many different people. She has a great perspective on. Um, 
time management, mindset, also traffic, conversion, and all the kind of elements that go into it. And uh, she's just an awesome person, so I'm very excited. Well, she also works with somebody that I hope to be a guest on the show as well, Joel Calm. That that's no slouchy yep. position to uh, be working with somebody at his level. And oh yeah, uh, I can't worked with a ton ask of her what it's I... like to work with Twitter man. <laughs> and Jan, are you going to be doing a short segment as well on Traffic Masters next week? I am. I am in talks with several of the Dean um, uh, uh, participants. I'm sorry, the word just went totally out of my mind. And hopefully going to be recording with someone this afternoon or tomorrow. So so I will have a 10-minute section segment. And I'm hoping my segment, since you all are going to be dealing with the uh, the traffic, the nuts and bolts, the strategy. I want to talk to people about why they love being in their business, what made them make that kind of decision and commitment, and how that affects their business. That's awesome. So, hope- so hopefully, I'll be uh, you know letting people in on you know how these how people make decisions about their business. Because to me, that's one of the biggest things. Yeah, well, definitely. On the and another show, reason guys, I love the Vortex, because it's all there. <laughs> so just for our listeners to understand, we're breaking each show up into three segments. 25 minutes each for two segments will both be with the main guest, in this case, Natalie. Then there will be a 10-minute segment that Jan will do as a pre-record <coughs> that will air live each week. And basically we're doing that so that you guys can really get some experience with people who can talk about traffic, can talk about lead generation, can talk about conversion, and you can at the same time get to know all the great people that are already part of DU. We have 26 different faculty members, Some of them, most of them, will be interviewed in Jan's 10-minute segment. We also have hundreds of either current or past Directions University bachelor students, people who are really using the Vortex model of doing business in their business day in, day out, week in, week out. And we want you guys to get some experience in getting to know them and understanding the impact that the Vortex model has made on their lives and their businesses. So we're going to use Blog Talk Radio to kind of bring these three segments together on each and every one of the Traffic Master shows. In the past, here on Breakthrough Directions, you've been able to get our episodes on uh, Blog Talk Radio, but Blog Talk doesn't do a great job of getting the episodes out to iTunes. We're actually going to do things a little bit differently with Traffic Masters so that we can make it a lot easier to actually get you guys the episodes in a replay format. Want to talk about that for a minute, Jack? I'm sorry. I was just answering someone's question. Say again. Can you talk for a minute about what we're going to do to help our listeners get the show on all the different platforms that we're going to be putting it? 
Oh man, we're going to be putting it out to every every place. So we figured out that Blog Talk Radio is one of the best, if not the best, places to manage the recording of your podcast. Meaning that you can run commercials. We haven't run any today. You can run pre-recorded stuff, the intros and outros, and all of that. And at the end, you've got a canned uh, production, and it's already done and edited. One of the biggest killers of podcasts is having to go back after you've recorded something and then edit it all together. At least for me and people like me, uh, we want to be done when we're done, and we want to take it out and promote it. So then, right after this, it goes to uh, our blog on Directions University, which will be the primary place that gets promoted to everyone. But it'll also go out to dir- directly to different communities like SoundCloud, and uh, and be made even into a YouTube video with slides, uh, so that we can take advantage of people who love and love to consume video. That they're not really at iTunes uh, consuming podcasts. They're on YouTube consuming video. So if you're going to get in front of those folks who primarily love that channel, you got to be there with video. And you can't just count on any single uh, source. So we're really going to syndicate and broadcast to a wider uh, audience by using many, many more channels to do that. Right after the show, we download it and we... We go to town, put it every place that it needs to go, every place that's available that's got an audience for us. So, and there'll be a lot of different ways to catch it. And it's just one more example of the vortex model in action, isn't it, Jack? Oh yeah, I mean that's my thing is the outer rings of the vortex, and uh, you know, but it started way way back in uh, the power linking days in 2002. One of the Taglines was showing up every place that your target market serves, and um, that's a lofty goal. It's not really super mega achievable, completely achievable. But the idea behind it is get yourself out there, get your content out there, and primarily try to dominate every place that the bulk of your market serves. So that's why you got to go to YouTube, you got to go to SoundCloud, you got to go to iTunes, you got to go to Blog Talk Radio, you got to put it on your own site. And uh, and and then coming up with systems to do that so that it doesn't drive you crazy or that's not the only thing you're doing um, is what we're really good at. So uh, we won't, you know, because we have Directions University to run. I've got Brick Road Media. I've, you know, we've got our things to do. We 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 aren't full time podcasters. So of course we're going to have to have a really nice system to be able to uh, get out of the show, get the recording down, get the embedder down, all of that kind of stuff, and get out to all those different places so that we can meet our our market where it surfs, where they hang out. And that really is the whole point of the entire Vortex model of doing business. It's how can you create the fewest pieces of content possible and then repurpose, repurpose, repurpose so that your message shows up everywhere your prospects might be at so that your prospects can get your stuff in the format they want, whether that's text, audio, video, images, or something else. So I am so excited about Traffic Masters. I hope you guys will all be back to hear the show live next week at Tuesday at noon Eastern. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Jan. And we will see you guys all next week. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks. See you next week. Join us Tuesday at noon Eastern for the next episode of Breakthrough Directions. From relationship marketing to business success. Uh